good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, he need cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They are going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Which means distant thunder. Ahu, Ho-Chunk, Raja, Wakunja, Hade, Hinga, Dana. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Robert. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native news, stories, and events from Natives themselves. Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Yeah, Peeny Geeky to everyone that's supported us through COVID and uh, even up to this day, it's it's great. And, you know, Haley, I do like uh, being right. And one time I was wrong, but uh, I was mistaken. No. One time? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right on. Speaking yeah. of mistaken, did you watch that football game yesterday? Oh. oh, my goodness. It was nap time for me during the game. No doubt. You know, I... I don't really like uh, supporting the NFL um, because it's a nonprofit that's a billion-dollar company and that uh, basically their players are, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like a, a slave owners, you know. The owner's a billionaire and they don't have guaranteed contracts, so if you get hurt, most of the players don't get a uh, guaranteed pay. They're out of the NFL unless you're a superstar or star of the team and also um, – Average age of a career is two and a half years, and uh, there's brain damage and all these other things that go along with it. But I did catch the last uh, quarter and a half. It was on in the background, and it was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It, it was hard to watch. It was it was a very boring sports day, I would say, for Sunday, wasn't it? Um, the first time that two games were scoreless leading up to the first half since the eight, since 1988. Something like that. And I know it's the lowest score the Vikings have been in since 1971 when uh, they had no quarterback that year. That's uh, two years later. uh, uh, Joe Cap was uh, uh, released and went to the Patriots and didn't do anything. And then uh, we had Bobby Lee and Bob Bob Lee and Norm Sneed and uh, Gary Quazzo. It was just... It was sad. It was very sad. And uh, then we got Tarkington back in 72, and he had a terrible year, 7-7 seven and seven his first year back, but then they picked it up and gelled up a little bit, and they all became Hall of Famers. But, uh, yeah, well, what else is going on? I don't want to bore our, our listeners with uh, Viking talk, especially our civic media friends out there that are uh, the Packers are playing tonight, and uh, we're keeping oh, yeah. our figure, fingers here crossed that uh, they get beat up. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, I do have some good news. I know, Robert Dago, we've talked a lot about Killers of the Flower Moon on the show recently with that coming out, which is now available to stream from home on Apple TV. Um, but Lily Gladstone, which I think we all expected this, or at least I did, she's now nominated for Best Actress in her role, Killers of the Flower Moon. And then, yeah, give her some applause. Yes. <laughs> But also, um, the other thing that was nominated for Killers of the Flower Moon was Robbie Robertson's music. Um, and this one was, uh, I believe this song that they're talking about is I'm Still Standing, if I have that correct. But that is his best original score, Robbie Robertson. Um, if you have a chance to listen to that one, I'm Still Standing by him. It's a very, um, it's a storytelling song, I would say, and it just kind of goes through how we're still here and after generations, we're still standing. Um, it's a very, very powerful song. So if you have never listened to that, I would suggest that one. Um, and then also, uh, Dear Lady, the episode of From Reservation Dogs is this year's TV Guides episode of the year. Wow. So that's very exciting. A lot of really good wins coming out here for Indian country in TV. And this is from Indigenous TV. On Instagram. Well, that's crazy. Uh, that dear lady, she was on the, I believe, the year before, too, or two years before, 
Uh, so she'd been on three times, and I think one time with the uh, with the uh, the the officer, and uh, when he was a little kid, and uh, yeah, and then kind of uh, how how she came about too. That was uh, really interesting, uh, and it's the folklore and uh, of Native Americans that they talk about around the campfire and in lodges and in teepees over over the years and uh really interesting if you have a chance uh check that one out that one's pretty powerful um and uh i don't want to give too much away but uh again we're going to be missing reservation dogs unless uh something comes up like a movie or something uh i know you know that they're talking about or somebody's talking about Mm -hmm. also um recently did you see i believe this was Either over the weekend or on Friday, Biden announced his support for um, a tribe to compete in the Olympics with their own flag. So the hunt, I don't know, I'm not sure how to say this, but um, they might be going to the Olympics wearing their own flag. Um, This fall, it was announced that lacrosse would return as an official sport, yay, debuting at the uh, the 2028 Summer Olympics in Los Angeles. Following that decision, uh, located... Uh, so this nation is located both in the U.S. and Canada, I believe. Um, they had requested to play as a sovereign nation in the Olympics, as they had previously competed in the World Lacrosse Championship and other tournaments under these circumstances. They are ranked third in the world behind Canada and the U.S. and have even won bronze at the three most recent world championships. So I want to try to pronounce this. The Hoden Sane, I believe. Mm-hmm. Not quite sure. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but that would be very cool to um, show up and represent your team with your sovereign nation's flag. I mean, what do you think about that, Robert? Well, you know, and I think what I read too is that uh, Biden wanted five groups to come out of uh, Indigenous nations to play uh, to play uh, lacrosse, which is uh, the Creators' game, and so. That that was uh, pretty interesting too. That he brought that up, and uh, um, when he spoke to all the native uh, politicians out in Washington D.C., that was a big deal. And our president of Ho Chunk Nation was there, and he was streaming live. And John Greendeer, and uh, we really appreciate all the work. And uh, uh, good to have a positive, smart leader um, like John, President John Greendeer of Ho Chunk Nation, and. Uh, I can't say enough about him, but he was there and, uh, you know, there was a lot of people there and uh, Biden spoke his truth in front of these guys. And so let's keep our fingers crossed that it happens. I hope so. Well, here is some good news. I know we talk about a lot about uh, climate news and climate change, especially with Bob Blake from Red Lake uh, of Solar Bear with the Solar News on Wednesdays. Um, Sometimes we talk, we like to share some positive climate change stories um, that's going on around the world. So here's one. Indigenous group in Ecuador wins legal fight to reclaim ancestral land after 80 years. And an an Ecuadorian appeals court has ruled in favor of the Secape Nation who will regain ownership of their ancestral homeland in the Amazon rainforest. It is the first time the government has granted a land title to a community whose ancestral land is now a protected area. Wow. That's I need to like get the applause on that one too. Makes up for those mediocre Vikings, right? Right. Well, I remember being, you know, in elementary school and, and the big concern that was going on with deforesti- deforestizing the um, the Amazon rainforest and, right. and the concern with um, losing all of the timber and cutting down the trees. And I think this was a picture that I saw recently. Um, it was an aerial view of the Amazon rainforest and it was just trees and you couldn't see anything else. It was just completely green. So that makes me really happy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You need trees to breathe and you need uh, uh, to breathe to stay alive and all those good things. So uh, leave Mother Earth alone and Father Sky, you uh, darn capitalist. <laughs> you know, there's different ways to do things. Follow the native way. Hey, uh, yes. we have Dr. Stately coming on next. And you're listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. When we heal from our traumas, when we face our fears, 
let go of our addictions. When we relearn our values. When we live our teachings. Respecting our elders. Cherishing and honoring our children. When we honor and take care of our spirit. There will be no room left for sexual violence. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. As we gear up for the holiday season, let's prioritize the safety of our community, especially our cherished elders and loved ones. As you plan your holiday gatherings, remember, whether you're young or in good health, you could still unknowingly spread COVID-19. The key to a safer celebration is getting vaccinated. The newest vaccines are authorized, effective against current variants, and FDA-approved for ages six months and up. So here's the call to action. Be a vaccinative. Protect yourself and your loved ones. Getting vaccinated before your holiday gatherings is a powerful way to ensure a safer and happier time for everyone. Let's honor our elders by preserving their wisdom and stories for generations to come. So be a vaccinative this holiday season. Find more information, including clinics with free vaccines at vaccines.gov. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, I just got to, before we introduce Dr. Stately, uh, CEO of Native American Community Clinic, I just got to, I was just thinking about this. Uh, Haley and I were on a, on a sales call uh, a week ago, and your name came up. And uh, you're uh, our, I, I guess I just want to say how blessed we are to have you on our show many, many Mondays in a row because uh, I remember hearing about you when COVID first came up and uh, one of the places where they were giving vaccines and helping out was in St. Paul at Harding High School. And I remember a, a lot of our our community here in St. Paul were saying great things about you. And I just want to say really how blessed we are to have you come in and check and just ha- check in and just have a, a little fireside chat each week um you're huge in the community and you're well known in the medical field too as we understand uh and so we don't take that for granted and uh we really appreciate you being on dr stately oh that's really sweet and generous of you thank you it's the truth it's uh it's you know people love our show and talk to us when we're out in the community but i really believe it's the guests that uh like yourself that make the show thanks I'm, I'm a proud, um, I don't know what you would call me, co-host or participant. Weekly guest. (laughs) I almost said victim. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just teasing you. Um, and also you, I I just got off a really long meeting and my head is like, yeah. So anyway. Well, now we're playing on an even uh, playing field, you and I. All right, that's good. That's start. <laughs> well, again, I'm three weeks away from you, uh, roughly three weeks of you diagnosing me from the uh, 20 feet away from the door, and I'm still kind of have a little uh, kind of yeah, heckle. I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, we've got some nasally stuff going on there. Yeah, it doesn't sound Could be good. something different, though. Could be, you know. Are have you all you caught up Robert on all your vaccines, again? all the different things you can have? 
Yeah, well, I have a flu shot, and uh, I don't have uh, COVID anymore, but I have the had had the symptoms, Haley, for a week or so uh, mm-hmm. of having COVID after I took that drug, which I wish it would have took 10 days instead of five, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some, that was, were the directions to take it for 10 days? Yeah, no, five days. Uh, and okay. my point is, after I stopped taking it, I was one of the few people that had a uh, effect of uh, a rebound effect and that like was one of the yeah. yeah and that was one of the possibilities but it's it's very rare i've heard a few people having it but i got yeah. it and i got it full blast yeah. i had uh, covid symptoms so i haven't left the house i've left the house twice in three weeks oh wow yeah you are well first of all i just want to say you are rare so that's just not <laughs> wait a minute um, wait a minute i gotta get the applause up Okay. All right. I'm there. <laughs> you're like, like I always tell my students, you're unique, just like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, that is a thing. It isn't really common all that much, but um, yeah, you were took Paxlovid, correct? Sorry. Correct. Under yeah. Dr. Stately's uh, recommendation. Yeah. Not my orders because I'm not allowed to do orders, but yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but that is actually, um, I think that is the course. The course is five days initially. So I think yeah. for probably some situations, maybe under direct um, medical supervision, they might kick that out a little bit longer if you have some vulnerabilities. But <clears throat> yeah. Well, it really worked. I had one bad day Sunday, and then after taking that, I was 90%. I felt 90% uh, well for the next uh, four days. And and then I had the rebound like two days later. Mm. Did you, were you resting during that time too? Or did you yeah. go right back to work? Well, I was working, but, you know, mentally, you know, I was working, but I mean, I'm not, wasn't going anywhere or anything. I was working in my office and, oh, that's, yeah. That's well. still, that, yeah, that's still work. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> Oh, that's what you said, Haley. No, okay. They're the host and the, uh, the uh, we're, we're we're ganging up on him. Yeah, yeah. I better I better call Wendy in here. She would join. I know. That's oh, yes, yeah, yeah. She's, she's, it's she's all in love, Dega. <laughs> I didn't get the memo that I was supposed to wear red. Like, was I supposed to wear red for the holidays? Or? Just to be sacred, and uh, sure, some of us are, and some of us um, aren't sacred. I, I have that it same. It chooses us. Yes, it. Yeah, thank you, Haley. It chooses us. The sacredness. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about those Vikings? Well, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that was. Yeah. No, you know what I loved was that the Wild beat the Kraken last night. They did. Yeah, three nothing. One zero. Three nothing. Three nothing. I think. Or that was the football game. Yeah. Sorry. No, that was <laughs> that right. was the Vikings. Yeah, that was the yeah. other team. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I think um, the Wild beat the Kraken by one zero, which was remarkable. So. Yeah, well, that's huge. They've won something like uh, nine or ten out of eleven games uh, since the new yeah. coach over. That's huge. Yeah. I know, right? That is huge. And we I think all it's know. A, like a good. It's a good example of like somehow the, the, it's really important to have a turnover in leadership sometimes. So, yeah, um, not hosts, not not no, radio hosts, no. just leadership. We, yeah, we know that it's you're a figurehead. You talk, and it's really <laughs> Haley that does all the work. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, we do. That's why she has a typical <laughs> producer. It's like. Well, since- I've been meeting to actually bring this up when you're on the show. No raise, no raise during the show. We're no. What do you got the the doctor there? uh, He's your agent now. No, but who knows? You have the same contract I have. I have like a. Yeah, maybe we should no trade. Yeah, we should strike a no trade contract. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Well, Dr. Staley, I've been meaning to ask you this probably for like a couple of weeks, but I don't know if we've just never been on the topic. But since we are on the topic of hockey, and I know that your twin boys 
are mm-hmm. amazing hockey players. Um, what is their opinion on the whole neck guard requirement? Are they oh my are God. they interested in wearing neck guards at all? One was really interested. In fact, he made me go out and buy him like the the shirt with the neck guard in it. Yeah. Right. Yep. And um, so he was like, I'm not going to have that happen to me. And then, you know, at 16, you kind of fold sometimes to like peer pressure. And, you know, so you get a lot of like, you know, um, 16 year olds who think it's way more important to look cool than mm-hmm. just like actually, you know, I don't know, have a life. Um, <laughs> so, what's oh. really anxiety producing for me though, and I've had this conversation with my sons. So, the other night, um, so was it the other night? Yeah, it was the other night. So, I had, um, NAC had a fundraiser on Saturday evening at um, Owami. Thanks for so the invite again, two years in a row. Thank you. You must have lost your invite. <laughs> yeah, I had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, anyway. Um, you, when we have our gala, which will probably happen in 2024, um, you will be a featured, like, you know, we'll probably put you up there and have you earn us some money somehow. Not really sure how they're going to do that, but, um, <laughs> I'll work <laughs> on my auctioneer skills. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll write you into, uh, yeah. Do you have any powwow like announcing skills that could come in handy with that whole, yeah. So, I've anyway, <clears throat> I digress. Um, so I wasn't able to go to their game and my son came home that evening and I got home a little bit later and he was like, look at, look at my neck. And it was, and he, he was like, and he had this scratch underneath his chin, a fairly oh. pretty abrasive scratch actually. And oh. I said, Ooh. I said, what happened? Um, and he said, um, I, he goes, I took the tail end of a skate on my neck. I know. And I was like, (laughs) so I had, you know, I had like this moment as his parent where I was like, you know, like, you know, I didn't, you know, you know, demonstrate calm, collected behavior like I am right now at this moment. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think I might have said, what the F? (laughs) Um, and so then I was like, you're going to wear a neck guard and you're not getting back out on that ice ever again until you wear a neck guard. And, you know, yeah. and, and so, you know, it's just, you know, what you learn from being a, I don't know about you. I'm sure you were just an angel when you were 16. Mm. And so like, um, you know, like I remember being 16 and I didn't really take really time to my parents talking to me like that. So it's not, it's not shocking that he wasn't all that agreeable about the idea. So, but, yeah. um, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like, a, Oh God, I think they're like, since that, that was such a horrific thing to see that I think there isn't a parent on the planet that must not have some anxiety about their child not having a neck card on the ice. Yeah. Well, in the next 15 seconds, Haley, uh, explain to our audience, you guys are having this secret conversation, what you're talking about. Oh, Oh, we're talking about neck cards uh, for hockey players, ice hockey players specifically, and protecting your neck and your arteries that are important to life there. Yeah. Good one. An event where somebody got killed on the ice. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys for clarifying that. All right. Hey, we'll be right back. This is Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm Wake. I have uh, COVID hangover, and we're here with Dr. Stately uh, setting us straight. You will be right back. I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. 
Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live and and let howl. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. As we gear up for the holidays, let's keep our friends, relatives, and elders protected from COVID-19. Even though the emergency declaration is over, COVID-19 is still a concern, especially for those with compromised immune systems. So when you get together this holiday season, opt for outdoor gatherings if weather permits or well-ventilated indoor spaces. And here's a tough one. If you're feeling unwell before your gathering, stay home. It may not be much fun, but it goes a long way towards keeping our cherished elders healthy. After your event, keep an eye on your health. Test if you notice symptoms. If you're traveling in crowded places like airports, put on a mask for that extra layer of protection. Let's make this holiday season the healthiest ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more tips, visit health.state.mn.us. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, I'm Mary T. inviting you to experience our integrative Mary T. Health and Wellness Center offering physical, occupational, speech, and lymphedema therapies. Experience our guided imagery, meditation, Tibetan medicine, dry needling, massage services, including cupping and oncology massage. Sign up for our free wellness screenings and learn more at marytwellness.com. All major health insurance providers are accepted. Come for therapy. Experience wellness. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Overnight cloudy skies clear out with a low of 20, then sunshine Tuesday with a high of 27. For more than 40 years, the Great Wall Restaurant has been serving up Szechuan and Mandarin favorites. The Great Wall is located just north of 50th in France on the Minneapolis Edina City Line. Check them out at greatwallrestaurant.us. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic, or NAC, on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis. Yes, they are. Hey, we are here with Dr. Stately, uh, and we're talking about safety and things like that. Um, I, I I feel like too is switching gears just a little bit, Doctor Stately, and um, the reports are out there that COVID is on the rise again, and we're talking about not only on the rise but on the rise of our native uh, native community. Yeah, that's accurate, actually. Um, so when we look at the data for state of Minnesota specifically, um, and I'm sure it's very similar in a lot of other areas because I think that the disparities or the inequities that are related to the higher rates of COVID infection and hospitalization and then death for Native people is oftentimes um, attributed to, you know, um, some fairly um, larger uh, issues that are related to structural structural issues like lack of access mm-hmm. to healthcare, structural racism, and a few other things that kind of contribute to that. One of the things I would say, though, is specifically, um, we go back just about um, within the last week or so of looking at data, Native people continue to lead the number of cases of new COVID COVID infections um, in the state. They also um, are leading um, uh, in the the mortality data, the number of cases of people who are dying. Um, The preponderance of cases for this last year of 2023 
to date have been um, uh, for people who are dying from COVID-19 or people who are old, um, uh, 65 and above. And part of the explanation for that, I think, is just just generally understanding that you know when you're when you're older and um, your immune system begins to function less effectively as you age anyway. Um, and then the other thing is is that if you have co-occurring other medical conditions, other health conditions um, at the same time when you get um, uh, exposed perhaps to COVID nineteen, that even that that actually also renders you a little bit more vulnerable. Specifically, um, examples are things like within the state of Minnesota, at least at the data that I'm familiar with, um, we have some of the highest rates of asthma, we have some of the highest rates of um, lung disorders, mm. COPD, those kinds of things that are related to, you know, that make you more vulnerable to being. Yeah. Um... Dr. Yeah, Staley. I know Dr. Staley. He's at home, so I know he doesn't have the best internet connection out there, which is something we joke about all the time. But. Right, but uh, yeah, it's just our our uh, community um, is under distress again, and uh, we uh, need to reach out and find out where we can get those shots and get people above. I, I don't know, Dr. Staley, are you on right now? Yes, I am. Yeah, I, you know... For me and Wendy being a healthcare person, not even thinking about my possibility of having COVID, um, just not even in our wheelhouse or in denial, I think that's why it's really important that we still talk about these numbers and still talk about um, that it's still there and that we need to be, especially with now the doors are closed, it's colder out and... uh, you know, maybe we're not washing our hands as much or hanging out with people. I, you know, we need to talk about this. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a big contribution to the issue, which is like, you know, as the weather turns colder, we all sort of stay indoors. We don't out and out, out and about as much. But if you recall, like I remember telling you, um, I had some friends of mine who. Um, we're at the Makato Powwow right in late September, and it was still yeah. fairly nice out. And they were outdoors, and they still ended up getting COVID during that period, that weekend, right? So mm-hmm. part of it is the part of it is is this. It's also the nature of this particular variant of COVID, which is highly highly transmissible, highly easily to sort of like you know um, uh, acquire. Um, and then I think the other part of that is is that, like, you know, um, the newer vaccine, well, it's intended to address, um, you know, some of the variants um, and, um, uh, and, and to do that fairly effectively. Remind people that the, the intent and the potential, the potentiation of a, uh, of a vaccination isn't necessarily to stop you from getting sick. It's to stop you from having, um, um, you know, potentially... Um, serious um, effects that require hospitalization and it may even result in mortality and death, um, which is a, which is a great thing to um, expect from a vaccine. (laughs) Like if I, if I had my choice, I'd rather not die. So. Right. Exactly. Well, it's interesting too, for many, many years, I didn't take uh, the flu vaccine until Wendy one day explained it to me about 10, 15 years ago The vaccine may be 30% uh, accurate for what's going through now, but it's also going to be in your system for next year, too, when it might even be closer to what you're getting a vaccine to. And she said it uh, probably a lot better than I uh, I could. Maybe you could explain it a little better, Dr. Stately. It made sense to me, and I've been taking the flu vaccine ever since. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it is is to recognize a couple of different things. The flu, like like COVID and other viruses, um, they do have the ability to transmute and change over time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Some viruses are a little bit more um, transmutable and they're smarter. They're called what we call smart viruses. They're able to sort of like circumvent, um, you know, those, um, you know, those loopholes in your immune system that are there for, for them to sneak through um, a little bit like a, um, 
I was um, waiting with the dump button there. To, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just like right? mute, 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 mute. They have um, that on NPR too. Just throwing that out there, Dr. Stately. I know. I pre record all my shows for them. Yeah. The subject with um, Haley, Haley messaged me out of the clear blue and said she saw a billboard. Oh, yeah. Driving in from the East Metro uh, on 94, driving into St. Paul, I saw a billboard for NAC. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. For our new, um, yeah. What, what, what was on it? Do you remember? We have a few things, I think, that are out there. I think it was just a general billboard, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. We're doing a marketing thing right now. Yeah. 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 Well, that's huge. Congratulations. Yeah. That's... Thank you. Yeah, I know. It's exciting. Well, it's, it's worth time. I can get a billboard. Mr. Mr. Power, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was hoping that Haley and I could get in the picture with you in the next uh, billboard. There you uh, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. funny. To, um, if you ever come to the clinic, there's like all these posters in the clinic of me and my sons. Remember that? We did that like um, vaccine um, yeah. media campaign a couple of years yeah. ago. But there's somebody. I'm not really sure. No, I, I I'm not really sure who it is in the community. could be many people in the community, actually. <laughs> I think about it. But somebody likes to go in there in the exam rooms and the waiting rooms and all the other places and like black out my teeth and my my front oh. teeth um, in the picture. Yeah, it's okay because no. you know I'm I'm not I'm not embarrassed of this. In fact, actually, I'm quite proud of it. Like the front teeth and my smile are not my own. I you know they're I did lose my teeth in a fight when I was sixteen or fifteen. So wow, um, I think that the person doing it blacking out my teeth and all these posters is like my brother Robert. Who likes to tell teeth. people that he's my younger brother when in fact actually he's my older brother. Oh my and God. Those kinds of things. Yeah. You know, he's just, you know, he's feels, he feels a little competitive with me. I think, I don't know. I don't know. Jealousy is a sin. You know, that's what I tell my haters out he's, there. Yeah. He's not exactly jealous. He's a little envious, but that's okay. <laughs> Well, yeah. truth be told, too, these are all veneers, too. Nice. Are they really? Yeah. I never knew yeah, they that. They look great. They look great. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yours yeah. do, too. Uh, people on the radio, uh, take our words for it, please. And look at uh, Haley's got real teeth, so let's compare. Mm-hmm. So yeah. far. <laughs> oh, yours are, yours are um, like, oh, like you have a Pepsodent smile, as they like to call it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I've never had braces, so. Oh. I just like I just like dated myself. Like I don't think Miss Puffy yeah. doesn't even have toothpaste anymore. It's probably not, right? Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, I don't think so either. Stay like, humble, there, young Haley. By the way, you know jealousies yeah. out there with the, especially with the the braces and things. I know. I will yeah, tell you that this is a great opportunity for me as a healthcare provider to tell you that oral health. Yes. Not enough people in our community pay attention to oral health, and we have some of the worst oral health in the state. Um, we have, it is not uncommon for us to see in our clinic and through other, in other health systems, like kids who are like three, four, and five years old who have full metal mouth. They've lost most of their, even their yeah. baby teeth, right? Their baby teeth are, yeah. are have caps on them, metal caps and stuff. I think one of the things that's important to know is that like oral health is really important because one, for this, there's all kinds of reasons. So like, your 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 baby teeth are like I think a lot of people assume like oh well you're just going to lose them so like why mm-hmm. take care of them <laughs> like they're going to eventually fall out of your head anyway I've heard um, that but yeah. reality yeah but the reality of it is like taking care of your teeth at a very young age and making sure that you're brushing them and everything is really important taking good oral health care of your oral health from a very young age is important that's because there's bacteria that sets in to your um, into your system fairly early mm-hmm. in life that is oral oral your oral sort of like the things that are going on inside your your mouth the bacteria and those kinds of things early infections can set in and they can actually move to your brain and to your heart fairly rapidly there's a yep. actual real quick pathway right to your brain for any infection because it's so close to um, yep. your brain yeah. so these things are important but also you're setting up your um, uh, you know, your, uh, 
the behaviors and the patterns that you're going to set for the rest of your life if you mm-hmm. if you're not spending time um, reinforcing and teaching and molding your children to take care of their teeth and brush them at a very young age then you're setting them off on a, on a poor um, a poor path that will impact them as adults and yeah and, there's so, many, there's so many health conditions that are related to poor, poor oral health that it's really important to pay attention to. Totally. And I remember when gaming first got really uh, online gaming as a teacher, kids were getting like uh, drinking Mountain Dew, gallons of Mountain Dew all at once, and their teeth were getting pitted. And these are yep. people that were yep. uh, just eating away at their enamel. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's good to and talk yes, about one of your. One of our um, listeners says, and the floss every day too, the flossing is really important. Yeah, flossing is a huge thing um, because so much bacteria can get built up in between your teeth, especially if you have smaller gaps in your teeth. It's very important. And then one of the things you also don't think about is like if you lose your teeth, it's going to be hard for you to talk. It's going to be hard for you to eat food later. Some people find it really difficult to get a job if you don't have teeth. There's all kinds of ways it impacts impacts you. Well, also just, you know, chewing on your food and how how does that manifest in you if you don't have teeth to really chew it. But, yeah, that's uh, – these are we're, – I guess this segment we were just talking about a lot of my nightmares there. Um, hey, you're listening to, <laughs> you know, with the teeth falling out and everything. But that's a different segment. Hey, we're with Dr. Stately. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. Unveil the captivating world of native photography at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Their new exhibit, In Our Hands, Native Photography 1890 to Now, turns the camera around and puts native photographers in control, featuring hundreds of photographs captured by generations of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and Native Americans. You'll view the world through their lens, revealing the beauty and complexity of indigenous heritage. Don't miss this incredible experience. Visit In Our Hands at the Minneapolis Institute of Art now through January 14th. For more info, visit artsmia.org. Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh! Hey, Haley, I got a question for you. Uh, do you know what time of year it is now? You know, I think it's time for the Vikings to get their crap together. Get their poop in a group? Uh, yeah. No, I don't know if we can say that on uh, oh. the radio. Okay, how about oh. uh, the Timberwolves win a championship? Oh, they're in first place. That'd be good. But that's not it. Uh, what, what else do you think it might be? It's time to get your health insurance in check and head over to Minsure.org. So Minsure has, yes, it is, it is due for an applause. Yes, they do. Um, they have experts that will help you pick the right plan for you. Um, so head over to Minsure.org. 
Wow, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we're here with Dr. Stately, and he knows all about that, uh, being the doctor that he is, the CEO of Native American Community Clinic. And uh, we were just talking about uh, oral care, and that's uh, that's a really huge thing that we don't talk much about, but uh, really brought up a lot of good points, Dr. Stately. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think, um, you know, um, your anxiety about losing teeth is a real one, and you should really pay attention to that. Um, <laughs> because, like, it's important. Like, I think one of the things, like, you know, um, it's not uncommon for somebody of your age and my age, you're a little bit older than me, just a little bit, um, <laughs> to have, um, you know, full set of dentures by the time they're in their 40s or 50s, right? Mm -hmm. And while that is... Um, you know, um, not not necessarily a horrible thing. It's not an ideal thing because they think about like you need your teeth for so many things. You need your teeth for talking, for communicating. Mm -hmm. You need your teeth to chew food. You need your teeth to um, you know, you know, bite an assailant who's trying to hurt you. I don't know. Why well, I was just thinking that <laughs> all, all, kind, all kinds of things you need whistle too. I wouldn't whistle. Yeah, whistle. Like, like you, you can't know. really whistle without teeth, right? Mm -hmm. I have a great set of teeth, and I still can't whistle. So, like, they're not really helping me too much. Um, well, you're not yeah. not supposed to when it's dark, right? It's true. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> what I is that book? That it's, the there's a book. I out. think there is. That's called. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, oh, I should look that up. It's do. Don't whistle don't, at night or something. Don't, I have don't that whistle at night. Yeah, it's yeah. about. Um, it's a book I got at the airport. It just came out, and it's about all these stories about scary Native stories that just came mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Never whistle at night is what yeah. it's called. Yep. Never whistle at night, yep. I didn't know that necessarily because nobody told me this when I was growing up. I learned this later in life. But, you know, <laughs> I have this habit of taking my dogs for a walk with my earbuds in. Oh. And, um, like, and I go at night, I'll take them, like, especially the the wolf dog or the um the alaskan because he's two years old and he has boundless energy so i take him on a long walk right before nighttime before i go to bed to just get him tired out so he'll sleep throughout the entire night and um um you know i'll be listening to like a good country song or something like that and i'll whistle along to it sometimes uh, you know. oh. oh no i also do that at night because most of my neighbors are in bed and like they don't really want to hear me singing Mm -hmm. Once I walk down the street or through the park, so um, that's the other reason I do it. Well, that, just, that isn't my concern. We got to back up a little bit. My concern is uh, you listen to country western. I know. Yeah. I, I, I love country western. You lost some I cool. Love, I I love all kinds of music, but right now mm. my favorite my favorite singer is um, Lainey Wilson. She has a song oh. called um, "Watermelon Moon Moonshine," and yeah. something I'm sure you know a little bit about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, back and, in the uh, day with the big syringe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I think Megan, Megan Mooney or Mo Rooney, uh, she's a yeah. fun. Anyway, I listened to them on repeat. So I actually created a radio station from them that I can wow. listen to because it's more contemporary. But I just, I, you know what I love about country music? It's like, you know, you can steal my car, steal my dog, yeah. kick me yeah. while I'm down, but you know what? I'm still going to get up and I'm going to sing a song about it. And that's just... Wow. You know, I haven't really liked country since uh, Taylor Swift left uh, country and uh, went uh, pop and stuff. So I followed her, being a Swifty, I followed her uh, on to um, bigger and better things. Mm -hmm. after, yeah. No, after, no. you know, and then the whole Kanye thing in 2009, that kind of... Really? Yeah, it, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm. I grew up on country music, so like you know, I grew up in a home where, you know, I had aunties and you know a bunch of other people listening to country music. You know, the Conway Twitty and the this and the that. But I grew up with that, and so as I got older, and sure, I've done my share of loving. You know, I love all music. Actually, I love. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I love disco. I love you know. <laughs> I love. I love Motown. I love. There you, you know, go. I love their, I love the recent stuff, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm, I know everybody loves Beyonce. Like I'm probably going to get so many haters for this, but everybody loves Beyonce and all of the stuff yeah. that she's doing now. And it is true artistry, true artistry. But 
I remember her when she was like, you know, Destiny putting her ring on it and do it. Yeah, Destiny's Child. And all that. I was like, I love that stuff, and I still listen to that stuff, and that's going to be my go-to for for quite a while because it just takes me back to a particular point in my life. I thought country, it was going to be country worse music than, has always been a foundation for me. So. I thought that was going to be what you were going to say a lot worse than you did, and we were ready to give out your email, but um, that isn't that bad. And it, I. Um, <laughs> I, I like the old outlaw country, you know, Waylon and uh, all yeah, those cats. Me too. I, me too. I, I still like listen to that. that. One um, of my favorite country artists, like, is Roseanne Cash. She's a storyteller. She's yeah. a good writer. She's like, she was in that vein of her father. Yeah. And I just, I just have always loved her stuff. So, yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to do a music show. And, uh, I know. Well, we were talking about like, this at the beginning of the show, Dr. Stately. Um, uh, in Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, I can't remember if you saw that yet, but uh, Robbie Robertson's song, Still Standing, yep. Yep, is up yeah. to win an award. Yep, yeah. yeah. The late and, Robbie and Lily Robertson. Gladstone is up for Best Actress. It's like amazing. I was just talking about that on an earlier call about um, how it's a it's a remarkable time to be Indigenous, right? Yeah. Um, we've got all these things that are going on that are like, you know, we have like, you know, we have the full spectrum of things here, right? Highest mm-hmm. rates of all kinds of things, but we're also like it's a, it's like a renaissance. I was talking about this specifically because I was living and being raised in South Minneapolis at the time in the early seventies, about the time when you know um, of like I would call the great renaissance, the indigenous renaissance, right? Um, Wounded knee yeah. came. Um, you know, we just think about the historic things that happened here in the Midwest and the South and in Minneapolis specifically, the things, the, the movement around like creating, um, you know, that started things like the Indian Child Welfare Act and, and, and gave birth to some of these things, the Indian Education Act. Um, we were able to accomplish amazing things in the 70s. And we are, we are the same, we are the same, um, uh, made of that same DNA, that resilience, that brilliance mm-hmm. that existed in the generations before us, it's still here with us. We have the opportunity to create a new reality for Indigenous people that's going to be remarkable. And hand that off to our, our children and our grandchildren. I'm really excited yeah. about that. I get, well, I, I get to be alive at this point in time, which is really amazing. So. And it's not that long ago. It isn't 300 years ago. Mm-hmm. The 70s, well, I no. thought the 70s were 30 years ago, but I guess it is 50 years ago now. So I. <laughs> 50 years ago. Yeah. yeah. You work 30. on your math there. You really <laughs> lost your math skills since you left education. Yeah. That's because I, <laughs> I can't ask a student, hey, what's 73 times 12? Quick, quick, quick. Well, yeah. You weren't a math teacher, so fair. Easy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> math was my favorite subject, though. Hey, well, surprising easy all right you guys all right we're gonna do another show tomorrow attack robert uh, is, uh it would be and i guess dr stately you can come on for a segment if you want no i'm just kidding hey thanks dr stately for all you do for the community and remind us how far we've come and also how far we have to go in many aspects so your living history you and your family and i really appreciate like i said earlier on i really appreciate you coming on the show and speaking your truth and talking to our community right on hey we're still here we are the seventh generation and free leonard peltier this has been radio we'll be back tomorrow